0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 4 of the Long Run Podcast Series. I'm your host Dominic Santina. And man, have things changed since we recorded episode number 3. That was March 10th, that was when episode number 3 came out. It's currently March 17th. Tuesday as we sit here and record the fourth episode and this world's been turned upside down since we recorded that podcast series. Everything was going pretty smooth. There was the threat of the COVID-19 or the coronavirus out there but really wasn't affecting daily life too much and within three days, two days really, After we recorded that podcast series, everything got turned up. The world is shutting down, or I should say the United States is shutting down. And our running community has been affected greatly by this. We'll get into that here momentarily, but for our warm-up, we're going to talk about part of the COVID-19 and coronavirus, but also just other things going on in the running community as well. I know I mentioned many races that are coming up and were last weekend. I'm going to ask for people to contact us if they actually did go off or if any of you actually competed in any races this year or I should say this last weekend. The coronavirus canceled many of those races and I'm not going to preview any more races going on in the coming weeks because everything's up in the air realistically. For this virus and the United States has shut down basically everything going on right now greater than 10 people so any road races or national races going on really are not going to happen for who knows how long. So there's really no re- races to preview here in our warm up section which is a sad aspect to look at but There is one race that I am trying to look up that I saw yesterday, and it's just a fun run that someone put together for everyone to do just to get outside and still try to compete. There is prizes and things that they give away. It's called the COVID-19 Mile Social Distance Run, and it runs from March 13th to March 31st, 2020. It is a local run, so you can run wherever you live. There's no location to meet up and run. It's free to enter, and the registration ends March 28th, 2020, at 11.59 p.m. Here's the description on the webpage that I found. It says, was your early spring race canceled too? Wash your hands and join us for the COVID-19 mile social distance run. Run 19 miles on a treadmill at home or as far away from other people as possible and send your time to COVID19Miler at gmail.com. If you're wondering about maybe some of the rules, you either have to walk, run, or even crawl 19 miles. The nineteen miles must be completed within a continuous 24 hour period. And they must be completed before eleven fifty nine fifty nine on March 31st, 2020. This has to be done alone and they make a joke about if you have to cough, make sure you cough into your elbow. And the honor system is in effect. If you are mature enough to handle working from home, you can handle this. That's what they kind of joke at during the rules of the race. It says fun swag will be sent to the first 50 entrants of the race, but there is or first 500 entrants of the race. But there has already been over 500 people to enter, and that was updated on 316. So there are no prizes anymore, but there are awards depending on your time. So it said uh, as of 3.16 that you can feel free to register, but the race swag, they joke, is as scarce, as scarce as the toilet paper and hand sanitizer. They also welcome any photos that you run to be posted on on their Instagram. You can send them to them as well. If you want to find out more about this race or register, we'll share it on our social media on Believe in the Long Run on Instagram and the Long Run 5 on Twitter. We'll make sure to share this and get that out there. So if any of you are listening, want to join in in the COVID-19 mile social distance run, we'll get you the link. That way you can join and participate in this race as well. With that being said, we're going to move into our workout portion of this afternoon. And that is going to be a lot of COVID-19 talk. Now I know we're going to hit on it this week about what the impact has been to the running community. Hopefully if things plan out the way I'd like them to, this will not be the talk going forward as with the coronavirus making this big of an impact, there's not going to be a lot going forward to talk about, so I'm trying to get some things in some in the works to fill a couple episodes and get some content. We'll see how that pans out going forward, but I figured here for episode number four we could just kind of hit on things that have been impacted, and what may be impacted going forward, and kind of my thoughts on the whole situation. So we all know how big of an impact this coronavirus has had on the country. It's something that needs to be taken serious, but I think at the same time maybe we're taking it a little too serious. not trying to downplay it, and I definitely don't want to overplay it at the same time. I think I want to take a middle, trying to take a middle ground here and say that it is something that we can't just overlook, but I think at some places we're overlooking it too much. And I'll hit on that part here in a little bit. I think it, the reality of it is, I may have thought that it wasn't as big of a deal until I realized how much is shutting down. And it's, I think that shows the severity of it and it needs to be taken serious. And I think by, from what I've seen about eliminating, the hill or hump or whatever you want to call it that social distancing is what's going to do it from all the research that I've read about the less people you come in contact with the less people it can spread to and I don't think social distancing is going to make the virus go away it's just going to make it at a slower rate so I think right now what it's going to do is it's going to help slow the spread which is the goal It may last a little while, but I think shutting down and helping everyone either get over it or not catch it or whatever it takes to help make this virus go away as quick as possible, I'm all for. If we have to shut down completely, yes, it's scary. Yes, I'm not the biggest fan, but if in the end it helps, then I'm all for it. The tough thing is is we don't really know. There's no research. I know some countries are on the downward trend of it. It's all up in the air. Your word is as good as my word at this point. So we're trying to do what we can to be proactive here in the United States. We'll see what happens. Unfortunately, it means a lot of our favorite things have been canceled. I had an experience just last weekend, or a last-minute cancellation. It really sucked, but... In the long run, if it helps out, I guess it's understandable. Like I've mentioned, there's been a ton of cancellations, and we're going to move into what cancellations that involve with long distance running right now. I don't need to go on the whole coronavirus. I'm sure you guys are all sick of it as much as I am. And, you know, what you can do, what you can't do, which this, that, whatever. I want to bring it to just long distance talk. And... We're going to do that. The first race that really stuck out to me was the Tokyo Marathon. That was really before it started even hitting here in the United States hard. They canceled that in the beginning of March, which is right around the time of our Olympic trials, just about a week after for the marathon. So in Tokyo, where the coronavirus really started, They shut their races down right away. They did not host the Tokyo Marathon. It has been canceled. Then moving on to just last Friday, shocking news out of the collegiate realm. The NCAA canceling all winter postseason sports and the spring season. I'll hit on the spring in a little bit, but that means that our indoor and outdoor national championships for track are done. They will not be held this year. So a lot of our distance national champion competitors will not get a chance to compete along with everyone else. Now I am hearing rumors that seniors will be able to apply for a waiver to get another year back, but who knows how many will actually take up that offer, and who knows what happens within a year, you know, some of those dominant track teams this year. Could not be as relevant next year, and it really sucks for the college athletes. I really feel for them, but not much we can do about it right now. So it's going to be a bummer not being able to watch the indoor and outdoor national championships. I know here locally in Michigan, Michigan State University's track team was already there, they were already on their way to the indoor national championships. They had boarded their flight the night before. They were making their way down there. When it was canceled, they had to turn around and come back. The NAIA, which is just below the three divisions of the NCAA, might be following suit. I have not heard official word on whether they're going to cancel all spring sports or not. I know a conference of the NAIA that a few Michigan teams are in. It's called the WAC. It's the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference. There's some uh, smaller colleges here in Michigan that are a part of that, such as Aquinas College, Lawrence Tech, Madonna University, Cornerstone University, Rochester University, Concordia University, Ann Arbor. All I may have missed a couple, but all of those are a part of the WAC conference. Then you have colleges like University of North. West Ohio, Indiana Tech, just a few to name there. I think it almost named all of them, but a lot of them that are in the WAC conference. The WAC has taken it upon themselves as members of the NAI to cancel down all, all their spring sports, so they will not be having their outdoor track seasons as well, along with all their other spring sports. Once again, I'll hit on spring sports here in a little bit, but... There's also the Boston Marathon. I mean, one of the most symbolic distance races here in North America. You have the NYC Marathon and the Boston Marathon. The Boston Marathon has been postponed. It has not been canceled. It has been postponed. It'll be moved from April 20th to September 14th. So the race will still be carried on. They're just going to move it back into 2020. But this has a significant impact for distance runners because now the Boston Marathon will be on September 14th. You're going to have the New York City Marathon on November 1st. So it'll be interesting to see which distance runners decide to run Boston and which distance runners decide to run New York. Now, could that possibly mean some runners are going to do both? I'm hinting at Desi Linden here because Des decided to try for the Olympic trials Boston, and the Mar- and the Olympics. That's three marathons, two of them within two months. So now, you got six weeks compared to two months. Going to put it out there, Dez might try to do it. Now, Dez is a little... Higher in age than some of the younger competitors coming out of college that ran in the Olympic Trials, may we see someone like Jordan Hesse or some of the other girls try to do both. Just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a storyline come late summer, early fall, that a couple distance runners are going to try to run Boston and New York. I'm just saying Dez because she put herself out there that she was going to run Boston and the Olympic trials. I figure Dez is still going to run Boston because that's kind of her race now. We'll see if she decides to run New York. We'll just see on how she feels and everything that goes on with that. It's going to be a very interesting situation come next fall. It's going to make for a very exciting fall. And if we continue on... To add on to that, one thing that's really in jeopardy that has kind of went to the wayside now that all the professional sports in America have been canceled, and collegiate sports, is the Olympics. I mean, the Olympics are still happening as of right now. They're scheduled for July 24th through August 9th. They're still on track, but I know there's talks right now with the Olympic Committee in Tokyo about what to do because there's so much planning and pre-planning and everything that goes into the Olympics, you just can't cancel a day or two before like we saw with some sports here in America. You can't cancel a week before. This almost has to be at least a month away. So you're looking end of June, maybe even end of May when you have to make that final decision. This is one thing that I will say you have to look ahead quite a ways for because of all the pre-planning that goes on. And because of everything that it takes to host the Olympics and get everybody there. So now you're looking at, we have the Olympics in July into August. You have the Boston Marathon in September. And the New York City Marathon in November. So the second half of this year is just going to be loaded with awesome distance running. Then you add in the NCAA National Championships for cross country. This fall is a distance runner's dream coming up. Hopefully it will make up for the rough start to 2020 we've had. But the last six months having three massive marathons packed in there. Plus other races that I know we're going to find out about and talk about coming up. It's going to be a fun fall here for long distance running. Speaking of the Olympics, with that being in jeopardy in talking about what's going to happen... That also puts in jeopardy, just coming up here in June, just three months away now, almost three months to the date, is June 19th through the 28th is the track and field Olympic trials. And I think this is what we're talking about. And that may be when they have to make the decision for the Olympics, if they're going to hold them or not, because... There's no point in the United States holding their track and field Olympic trials if the Olympics are going to be canceled. So I'd almost hint at that decision being made before June 19th. So that way the U.S. knows if they need to make or need to host their Olympic trials or not. It would feel like quite a waste to run your trials, make the Olympic team, let's say even June 28th and... June 29th, the Olympics are canceled. So I think the Olympic Committee should try to make that decision before we hold our trials. I know that sounds selfish, but just looking out for the athletes here to put in all that preparation, running races, and then a day after or a week after have it canceled, I think would feel useless. So... I know... The Olympics the, and the Olympic Committee, I should say, are really trying to monitor what's going on. And this really gets into my point that I've been, kind of been saying. And I'm proud of the MHSAA because they're kind of doing this, and which is the Michigan High School Athletic Association, if you don't know. And the Michigan school system, when you look at some of the pro sports in the United States... Major League Baseball. Well, actually, Major League Baseball is not doing that bad of a job. The NBA, the National Basketball Association. The NHL, National Hockey League. They're like, we're postponing our season to a further date. We don't know. Could be just end the season. Could play playoffs. I don't know. For as long as we can see, the season's canceled. The Michigan High School Athletic Association. Said, all right, we're postponing everything till April 5th. That's when schools here in Michigan have been shut down. So, no practice, no competitions till April 5th. Now, it could record this, and just like last week, they could come out at the end of this week, say the season's canceled. But right now, they're saying April 5th, everything's on hold till then. I'm guessing probably in another week, they're going to evaluate. I'd say, latest next week, Friday, they'd probably reevaluate. See how the coronavirus is doing, and go from there. I like the approach of taking it a couple weeks at a time. I feel like this canceling, I mean, I've heard talks of canceling stuff in July. I think that's way too far ahead. You gotta keep it relative. I don't mind canceling the stuff in March, April, fine. Fine. Respectable, I understand that. A month ahead, fine with me. Two, three, four months down the road? Nope. Nope. And I think that's what the Olympic Committee is doing. It's such a big event, but you got to see what happens. And I think the same thing, track and field Olympic trials are still on for June. Wait and see what happens. You can make that call in May. You can make that call in June. It does not have to be made now. I think there are some committees that are doing a great job of that. I think there are some committees overreacting. I think there are some committees walking the middle ground. And I think it's just because of uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going on. We don't know about the virus. It's made it for an interesting time. My personal opinion, I know everyone else has their own different feelings, but my way I see it is you can always... Take it in short increments, and as long as you're being proactive about it, don't wait till the last minute to cancel something. But if, like I said, the Michigan High School Athletic Association gets to March 24th or March 27th and says, you know what, this virus is getting worse, or it's not getting it, or it's staying the same or whatever, we need to cancel the rest of the year. Or we need to cancel till May perfectly fine by me they took a reasonable approach took a logical approach and they monitored as they went canceling three months ahead doesn't make any sense to me because in two months this could be on and you could be perfectly fine and back to running so i think by the olympics still being held right now and the trial still being held it's smart to just kind of monitor it and Decide as you go. It doesn't have to be an all-out knee-jerk reaction right now. See what the virus is about. See how long it lasts. See how... If the weather plays a role in it. See... Find some more research out before you make a big decision like canceling the Olympics. And I think they're doing all they can right now to research that. Come together and try to decide what they want to do. I would not expect a decision to be made... This week or even next week. I think it's still going to be down the road. It may be end of April. It may be May. Could even be the beginning of June. Who knows. But I think they're doing their justice by not canceling right away and digging into this virus a little bit more and seeing what happens. And I mean this is the Olympics decision is massive. Because it's not only the United States. You're looking worldwide. you got to factor in every country in the world and how they're doing with the virus and they don't want to bring that into the competitions and infect or even reinfect athletes from other countries that maybe have got over the virus, maybe haven't had the virus, whatever. It's it's a very interesting situation and a very tough situation for the Olympic Committee. The Olympic Committee has the toughest job out of anybody else in the world right now, trying to figure out whether or not they should hold the Olympics or not, because you're not... Looking at just your country. You're looking at the world itself and making the decision for every single country. Now, let's say they cancel. Talk about our three male and female qualifiers that just ran their butt off. Here's the thing, though. They're not just going to cancel the Olympics. The way I see it is they're going to move the Olympics. I would not see them moving them to a later date here in 2020. I would see them moving them to 2021. So your three qualifiers from the male and female would still get to go. So Galen Rop, Jacob Riley, and Abdi Abdurrahman would go. Just it's unforeseen right now. If it's in 2020, or if it's in 2021. Same with Tulamak, Seidel. In Capiego. They've qualified for the Olympics. They deserve their spot. Just because if it's postponed. Does not mean they don't still get to go. They're still going to go. It just depends when they go. And I'm sure that's playing a big factor in their minds right now. It's got to be interesting to see. What their training plans are right now. Because everything's so up in the air. I mean you got to be preparing right now as everything's a go. I know for me right now it's kind of on the same spot not to put myself anywhere near their shoes but I've took up an assistant volunteer coaching position at a at the local high school here helping with the track team that I ran for in high school and the we're in the same predicament right now what do we tell our athletes I'm working with our long distance group what what do we tell our runners Realistically, based on how every other athletic association has decided, my feeling, and I hate to feel this way, is their season's going to be canceled. Just based on this virus and the way everybody's talking, I feel like their season will be canceled. Do I want that to happen? Absolutely not. I'm praying like none other that I get to go help these kids and coach this year. But we're going through that as a coaching staff right now, figuring out what do we tell our athletes. Right now, we have to tell them that season's on. We can't coach you right now, but we need you to go out there and we need you to do your runs. We need you to get your mileage in. We need you to do some workouts. We need you to prepare like you were, you would be preparing if you were at the track every day with the coaching staff there. Because come April 5th, it could be everything's a go, and we have a track meet three days later. It could be we get to April 5th and everything's shut down, but we can't take that chance of we get to April 5th and it's a go and our athletes aren't prepared. So, just like the Olympic qualifying qualifiers for the marathon... They got to assume everything's a go right now. They got to be on their training plan. They got to be on their regiment. And they got to be ready to go for July 24th when the Olympics start. I know it's going to be a mental head game right now, worrying about if they're going or not. But you got to give it everything you got and assume that the Olympics are going to happen. And I'm sure if they do get canceled, it's going to be devastating. But at the same time you worked your butt to get there, you're gonna get your chance whether it's this summer or it's next summer. And that's really what it's come down to right now. Is just when it'll happen. It's just when is it gonna happen? And for each of those three, it's been it's a tough spot right now. So now that I've gone on my little tangent about the coronavirus and the Olympics which i think has actually turned into a quite interesting conversation. I have also my favorite source to look stuff up for is running world. If you do not or if you want to read some a good running website go to running world. Running world's like the number 1 running website if you don't know about it and they talk about everything All my information that I don't know about. If I need to look something up, I go directly to Running World. Shout out to Running World here. They're not sponsoring the podcast, but I use them for everything. They have a good list that I kind of pulled from, and I'm going to run down it. It lists all the races that the coronavirus is impacting in the running world. So I've mentioned a few of them already. And I'll skip the ones that I've already mentioned. The Great Wall Marathon was scheduled for the same day as the Tokyo Marathon. That was canceled. No update. Just canceled. They're not going to make it up. The USATF Masters Indoor Championship was scheduled for last weekend, March 13th through the 15th. It's canceled. And that's because it's an added risk to runners over the age of 60. So they decided to cancel it. The New Balance Nationals Indoor, March 13th through the 15th, canceled. That was in the Armory in New York City for high schoolers. That was canceled. That was late Wednesday night. So as I mentioned, last week after we recorded this podcast, basically everything hit the fan. Stuff started shutting down. New York City Half Marathon that I mentioned on this podcast, that was for Sunday of last weekend, March 15th, canceled. The Barcelona Marathon which was supposed to be last Sunday as well. That's been postponed. It'll be run on Sunday, October 25th. So we'll add that to the list. Along so we have the Barcelona Marathon, the Boston Marathon, and the New York City Marathon, all there in the second half of the year. The Carlsbad 5000 was scheduled for this coming weekend, March 21st through the 22nd. That has been postponed. Uh, According to this Running World article, there has been an update on their race website, and it is going to take place later in 2020, just not sure when. The Rome Marathon is scheduled for two weeks away, March 29th. That has been canceled. And The World Half Marathon Championships, that was scheduled also for the 29th, has been postponed to Saturday, October 17th. and the stanford invitational which is a track and field meet has been canceled and that's supposed to be scheduled april 3rd through april 4th that has been canceled it will be not remade will not be made up because of the ncaa canceling the season so no outdoor track meets for the NCAA. Stanford University hosting that one. The reason it's canceled, not being made up because of NCAA's decision. The Paris Marathon, which was scheduled for April 5th, will now be run on October 18th. The Penn Relays, always I love watching the Penn Relays, held at the University of Pennsylvania. A very historic indoor track meet has been canceled. Or it has been postponed. It's oh no, excuse me. It's still scheduled, Thursday, April twenty third through April twenty fifth. On March eleventh, they released a statement. At this time, the Penn Athletics has not canceled any in-season sporting events on campus, and there are currently no university university travel or spectator restrictions affecting the twenty twenty Penn relay dates. Interesting. That has not been updated since the NCAA suspended all spring athletics. The Jamaican government has banned their athletes from traveling to Philadelphia for the event. So it'll be interesting. And we'll keep updated on what the Penn Relays happens. That was an awesome indoor track meet that I love watching on TV. Over a 100 years old. The London Marathon... Which was scheduled for April 26th. Has now been postponed to October 4th. The pre-classic. Which, was scheduled for, which is scheduled for June 6th through June 7th. Are still on. It's still going to go on as date. And this is what I'm talking about earlier on in my little rant. We don't know what's going to happen that far in advance. So glad to see that they're sticking with it. You can always cancel even in May if you had to. The tickets were set to go on sale Friday, March 13th. That was delayed from March 12th because of cancellations of other events. So it was unsure what was going to happen there, but they did go on sale. And then the last one is the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships, which were scheduled for June 10th through the 13th. And of course, those are canceled because the NCAA cancelling all winter and spring championships on March 12th. So there's a whole list of events being cancelled. But there are some that are still scheduled to go on. And we'll see what happens with those events in the coming days. So we have now reached our cool down for this week. And this, once again, is going to concern ourselves with the coronavirus number one thing is just make sure you wash your hands drink plenty of fluids get some rest but also still get outside and go get some fresh air that's actually going to help you avoid get getting this virus and once again going back to running world some tips that i found to help you with any running concerns you may have during about this virus They actually said 30 to 60 minutes of outdoor activity will help you boost your immune system. So get out there. Go get your run in. And you can still have a runny buddy, but just don't run in major groups. And if anyone's sick, please don't run. It's not going to help you. If you are already sick or if you have a friend or know someone that's sick, do not go run with them. That's not going to help you either. It's just going to help you get sick. The one thing you do need to look out for is... If you are running a half marathon distance or a marathon distance, that can actually run your immune system down. So you need to be careful of who you're around and what you're doing. Help yourself repair because you can actually run your immune system down and get sick if you're running those super long distances. I know gyms have closed, but there are some workouts that are being posted online by different gyms and companies out there to help you do workouts in the home. So look out for those as well. Just number one thing, be cautious, but don't be afraid. You can still continue with life as normal with your running. Just be careful and take the normal precautions you would with everyday life. Alright guys, that's going to wrap up episode number four of the Long Run Podcast Series. Going to head out to go do some running and we'll catch you next week. Hopefully we'll have some more positive news than we had this week. Oh, and also remember that we are on social media. You can find us at Believe in the Long Run on Instagram. And thank you to the now 25 followers on our Instagram page and the Long Run 5 on Twitter. Comment anything that you think about our show and anything you want to talk about in the coming podcast episodes as well. And please, while we all have some downtime now here in America, with the quarantine and social distancing of the coronavirus on these podcast episodes and tell everyone else in your running community about our podcast series as well. And thank you for listening to episode number four and tune in next week for episode number five of the Long Run Podcast Series. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.